Patrick Mahomes with us here, uh, kicking off. Well, it's funny because I'm like, sitting this weekend. Need a little R and R last night, just you know, rebalance. And we're doing a Tuesday show. It's a little throwback, you know, back from uh, you know a couple weeks ago. When we did Tuesday shows, you know. Does that constitute a throwback? There we go. Yeah, you can call it a throwback, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, back Tuesday. Long weekend for everybody. You know, as President Day yesterday, you know, I'm gonna maybe maybe I should just play that card and just been like, you know, we're just we really are brilliant at President's Day. That's that's our holiday, you know. We just live and die on that thing. I live for Washington's birthday. You guys don't get off of that for your real jobs, do you? I actually did. Are you kidding me? So I, I work in the financial institution world, so it's like a you know, it's a federal holiday, so if banks and credit unions are off, then I'm off too. So. Uh, ain't that just I, a kick in the ass? <laughs> I, I, I got like Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving, New Year's, you know. That's <laughs> about it. Asylum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like at the point of like if the grocery store is not open, you're not you're not going in, right? That's kinda of where I'm at. We know Yeah. It's yeah, funny. Yeah. I got I got an email at three thirty yesterday saying, by the way, like today's not a holiday and I just like lo- I, I burst out laughing, so I'm like three thirty. Yeah, at that point, like if you really are that like off and you thought it was like for our company, like they're gone. They're they're, they're like there's two hours to go. Like at this point, it's just like all right. But anyway, um, yeah, I I never get like Veterans Day, uh, Columbus Day. Like I never get off of those. But um, Martin Luther King's like the, like that's the one where it's like some people have off, some don't. That I get off, but whatever. All right. So anyway, um, but we're on now. Let's do it. Let's we got the show cooking here, uh, and it's weird that there's no football. Right. I mean, it's bizarre. Uh, it's the first time since Labor Day, Chad. Bizarre. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that feeling that you get every single year that, you know, it's, it's a long Pressing. wait to get back to <laughs> yeah, it. Well, I wasn't going to go that far, but it's, it's a long wait to get back to it. And, and when people don't understand why we freak out so much during the season, it's examples like this where we just know we're not going to have it until next August. I know it's like a good yeah. piece of fruit that's only ripe a few months a year. Yeah. So, but I'll tell you, you know, to that point, there's always room for clickbait, though. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tease the whole show real quick before we jump into that. So, we got a great show for everyone lined up. We'll talk, obviously. Well, we, we're going all over the place here. It's like, it's almost like you're at the shopping mall and you got the all the different, you know, courses and, or not courses, the, the different, um, I was thinking like the carousel. With the restaurants and the, exactly. And the, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. For, for the food court. There, food that's, court. That's what I'm thinking. There you go. There you go. Um, I'm thinking like five guys in Chick Fil A next to each other in the Axis Square Mall. And yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. Anyway, but we got a lot uh, lined up for everyone. So we'll obviously talk some football with some some of this, uh, headlines that happened over the weekend. We'll talk uh, pitchers and catchers, obviously reporting uh, this week. And then yeah, we got you know whole story. I was back. tomorrow, Karen. Tomorrow. I know. Are you excited? No, oh, I can I see mean, the jersey in the Nola, background. I got Nola here, and then this is Real Muto. So yeah, I'm, there you go. Got the hat. Well, excited. Back. I'm going to wear the bucket hat tomorrow. Nice. Oh, yeah. Well, nice. I also wear it on Thursday. Should I just wear it now? It, 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 oh, I maybe mean, go get like, it now when I have you guys talk for a second or something. There you go. I'm, 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 I'm going to keep saying it. It's like, like this is this is the first Christmas Eve for baseball. Like, we're going to have another one before the first spring training game, and I'll have another one before the, oh, the you're not regular serious. season. Do you say that about football, like preseason, though? Uh, not really. I just – I'm obsessed with baseball, so – that's right. Hey, I mean, you played in college, Chad. It's fair. Yeah. That's a fun fact for yeah. the audience. I don't know if they knew that. Um, there we go. Sorry. I, I don't know why the chat wasn't like loading up here for a second for me. But yeah, so pitchers and catchers reporting tomorrow. Um, so we'll dump in, j- jump into all that um, as well. And then we're obviously, it's funny. We're not political on this show. It's just funny. We like, I love how we stress that. 
But I did think it was funny how, um, really, th- honest to God, that's why I, I brought this up because I, I don't think it matters which side you're on in, the, in, in political discussions. So I saw, um, we were, I was trying to get the Kansas-Iowa State game on this weekend. And I went to put on the channel and the impeachment trial was on and they were doing like the live voting. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not political. That's not what this is about. But I, I, I thought to myself, you know, I wonder like, just seeing like the, 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 the lightning fire of like, like, yes, no, yes, no. And I thought like, could you imagine if like a commissioner in sports was like on, like this was like something with sports, like then I'm locked in, like, you know, right. So I thought to myself, like, I wonder if there was a commissioner in sports, right? Like where you felt like they need to be impeached and like, what would the charge? Because like, right. Like I think that's the other caveat in this whole discussion that we'll, we'll talk about later on the show, but like, right. Like, it's you can't just be like oh well I don't like Roger Goodell he sucks it's like okay no that we're not talking which one of the four do you not like right no it's you got to give a charge and like would it stick right like bring it to the table let's see if if you know if, if the person can get impeached over this right like so that's that's what we'll do with some commissioner uh, stuff later on in the show but I'll tell you what to that point want to get things revved up a little clickbait Chad sure yeah I, I, <laughs> sorry I, I knew you said Chad but oh. I mean, like. It was like a like a version between like Chad and Jen, and I'm like, well, definitely not Zach. Yeah, no, that's, that's... <laughs> Jen, Jen's joining us tonight. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> Jenny from the block. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember know the lip sync? I do remember that lip yeah. sync. Oh, summer camp. Oh yeah, Fine. we came in last that year. We came in, like last last. I, I'll never forget that was the one year we like came in the absolute last place in the entire camp. Like. Whew. Yeah, not not a crowd favorite. Mm-mm. A little too racy. No, no, Ray and uh, Nicole did not do exactly kick it out of the park with the <laughs> with the choreographics. All right, anyway, Chad, clean, clean this up. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Um. All right. So mine um was from a couple of days ago, but uh, it was when the uh, the Sixers played the Suns on what was that Saturday? Um. So this would have been from Sunday. Um. Or maybe just Saturday night because the game was at three o'clock. Anyway. Clutch Points app, which this is just the one I use as the example, but I saw it about 300 times elsewhere on Twitter, um, decided to throw a little shade at, at, at Simmons um, and said, it looks like Devin Booker had some extra motivation when he went up against Ben Simmons in the Sun Suns win over the Sixers um, with the eyes emoji and just a, a very weird like, Aladdin picture. Get <laughs> yeah, like... I don't know. So, um, basically, for anyone that you know doesn't understand the ins and outs of that comment in itself, is that Ben Simmons was dating um, Kendall Jenner, and now he's not, and Devin Booker uh, is dating her. So they're basically trying to say that that um, that Devin dropped a forty piece on Ben's head, but in reality. He scored 40 points against the Sixers. Ben covered him for like five minutes in the first quarter. And for some odd reason, Doc Rivers put Danny Green on him, to which Devin Booker then scored 40 points. Um, So if you watch the game, you'd understand, like, yeah, Devin Booker scored a hell of a lot of points, but like none of them were scored on Ben Simmons. And if you didn't watch the game, then you were just the one retweeting all these things. Like, oh, Ben Simmons thinks he's a good defender, but like he did 40 points. Like, no. That wasn't because of Kendall Jenner. Maybe it was, but I doubt it. And it wasn't on Ben Simmons. It was on the Sixers. So that's my clickbait. Yeah, that's like just such low-hanging fruit for any anyone in the world to say that, you know. Ugh. 
That's no, I was I like I was like, that's the that's the clickbait for the crowd that doesn't actually care about sports, but they want to click on that, like the TMZ crowd. No, that's oh, the yeah. crowd who watches like Bravo or like Real Housewives and then they <laughs> add into this basketball game. Yeah, Jersey Shore and and the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the, the beginning ones. I, I heard the actual new ones are pretty good though. Oh, huh. yeah, good to know. I don't. Yeah, at some point I'll I'll check them out. But all right, uh, Zach, do you want to you want to go next? Yeah, for sure. So. I forget. I think this was on Twitter. It was a, it was a picture of Adrian Peterson next to Tom Brady after a game oh. from this season, and it's a quote from of Adrian, from Adrian Peterson saying, "I want to literally be a forty year old running back out there rushing for one thousand five hundred yards." And while the quote is, you know, that's cool, and I wouldn't be surprised if he did because he's Adrian Peterson. But the whole clickbait part of it is the fact that he's next to Tom Brady and they're talking, and it's like I feel like they're trying to have that. Yeah, the the whole dialogue of oh maybe you know Adrian Peterson Tom Brady or you know link up maybe in Tampa Bay and you know everyone uh, goes to resurrect their careers or uh, you know I, I don't know or they're trying to compare him to Brady with uh, it's just a lot of different ways you look at it but I just think it's bogus every way you look at it. The geography about Tom Brady going to Tampa was something I never forecasted to be a bane the bane of my existence. But we're going to hear it all off season, especially now that they won the Super Bowl. Yo, they're trying to link up with Tom and win a ring down south. It's warm down there, Chad. You know it's warm down there. I mean, hey, Chad, you were down there. It's warm. Like it's like I, I got it. Like it, mm, I it, talk about one hit wonders. I'm telling you, I, I, mm, I there's I will. I will walk to Tampa Bay. Seriously, I will record this clip. I will post it everywhere, and everyone can make fun of me all over the internet. If the Buccaneers repeat, I will walk to Tampa Bay. That's how confident I am they are not going to repeat. That's seriously, I am. And I'm, I'm just – I'm tired. I'm with you, Zach. And as you can see, I'm, like, running away with this, screaming about it. I'm just so over the whole – oh, it's like the NBA now. It's like we're going out of Tampa to win a ring. It's like it doesn't work like that in football. No, it's extremely <laughs> difficult to repeat in football, you know, and I think people forget that sometimes. So, it just has the Chiefs, like, <laughs> right, exactly. You always forget now. It's like everyone's like, "You think Tampa can repeat?" And everyone's like, "Well, it's hard to repeat." I was like, "What?" It's like, did you not just see what happened to the Chiefs? Like, God help us, right. that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but I'll, tell, I'll keep it in the football circuits here with everyone, real quick. So, Chatty, it's another day. It's another Carson Wentz uh, rotisserie chicken, as they say in the in the. The grocery store world. All right. I, we'll talk about all that in a second because we'll, we'll do maybe when we go to that point, I'll just have this like flow into some football chatter. But just I'll be damned if you tell me the Bears are a Carson Wentz away from being a Super Bowl contender. Damned. The, I, the Bears are like – the Bears are literally the Eagles. Like, I, I don't uh, – Exactly. <laughs> Keep going, please, please. I'm just yeah, I'm very I mean, passionate. That's, that's all I have. Like, if if he couldn't sing, if he couldn't single handedly, like you know, become Aaron Rodgers for us, like I, I, I'm not sure how he's going to do it there. But I, like, good luck. Like, I don't know. Like, if he goes, if he goes to the Colts, I'm a little scared. That 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 team's more put together. They have a good coaching staff. All like, it, it, the stars kind of align on that team. The, the Bears, I'm kind of just like. Dude, have fun. There's no Good stars that align. He won't. He won't even have Allen Robinson. So number one receiving threat's gone too. <laughs> Who's he throwing to? Darnell Mooney. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's exact. Makes sense. This like. Uh... No, I, I, you know, while we're talking, I, I was wondering, like, would the Eagles be doing Carson Wentz more harm by trading him to the Bears or by leaving him on the bench this year? <laughs> because I feel like if he plays for the Bears, it's, it's, it's a similar situation of like. 
you know, and Chad, no offense to the Eagles, it's like this year their offensive line and they were hurt and everything. It's just the offensive line's not there. There's really no, you know, stud weapons around him. Um, more, well, he had more weapons in Philly than he would in Chicago, if you ask me. So it's just, he's, and you got Matt Nagy, the head case, as a head coach. So it's just. I was about to say, it's a less appearing, in a weird way, it's like a less appealing version. It's a better defense, but like everything else on the offensive side, which is really what you, what you need as a quarterback. It's not going to work. You you want some live clickbait? Oh, I love it. What if what if the Eagles traded Wentz to the Bears and they I don't I don't know Mitchell's you know contract situation, but they either let go or traded Mitchell and kept Foles, <laughs> and Wentz was back with Foles. <laughs> yeah, because that's the other thing. Everyone's always already assumed, and I think there's a lot of it. It just makes too much sense for them to move Foles. All right, you know, let, let me actually let's just make this a whole segment. It's that point. I love it. and I love what Ryan was saying in the chat too. Because I want to start with this. Let's just we'll go through. We'll start with the Wentz thing in the NFL football chatter segment here, if you will. Um, he, and I I'm with Ryan in this because he was saying that he'd take a used coffee maker in exchange for Wentz at this point just to get him off the team. That's that might be all they get for him at this point because I almost feel like the Eagles and Chad. I hope I'm not I, like I'm. There's nothing personal when I say this. I think Howie uh, Roseman. Hey, we're, some, we're uh, you know, sorry. No, <laughs> say whatever you want. It's, it's okay. No, I was gonna say I feel like Howie Roseman has done a good job of making those moves where you're just like, wait, RGM couldn't do that. Like, did you not get on the phone and make the call that Howie made? Right, like, but at this point, I think no. that. That ship is sailed. League, the, league, like where, the, league, the league caught on to that. Yeah, exactly, the league caught exactly. on to that. Exactly. So, then, this, so whatever this game plan was to move Wentz, like almost like dropping hints, like he's for sale, he's for sale. It's almost like the, 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 they shorted a stock and we're like, oh, you need to get rid of him? All right, well, I'll just wait. We'll wait. <laughs> get rid of him. You got to get rid of him. Remember, he's pissed off. He's unhappy. All these rumors. Go on. Like, that's what all the other teams I feel like are doing. And that's why he hasn't gotten moved, in my opinion. And you could parlay that real quick with the fact that he had a horrible year last year. No, yeah, I mean it's a, it's it's a bag of tricks that he went to one too many times, and it's kind of been the downfall already of of this franchise. Is everything that seemed to work so well all of a sudden is not working? And quite honestly, I in some way, some fashions, I don't even know if you can blame him because, like you know, everyone kind of gets their own ego. So when you see a guy do this and kind of take over the league by storm, and when I say by storm, I just mean that one specific year where he literally made every single trade that worked perfectly. Maybe people don't want to trade with him anymore. Maybe like they just want to be like, okay, well, if he's going to keep fleecing everybody, why would I want to be on the other side of that? You know, like, and quite honestly, he hasn't had a very good trade since. <laughs> we can all empathize with that in fantasy. Like you, me, Joe P, like the, like the rest of like, we can all empathize with the people like us trying to make trades and all those guys that aren't picking up the phone. Chad, you can empathize there. Um, sorry, but Zach, I mean, right. Like, I, I, like, is there something to this that they maybe like mishandled their chips on the, on the poker table? Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, now it's unfortunate because they have this massive contract and it's like, all right, well now we decided we're not going to invest long-term and, in him, but now it looks even more appealing to everybody, knowing they have to take on this thirty plus million a year, and plus, you know, the poor performance over the last couple of years absolutely doesn't help. And I almost wonder if some teams are holding out until, like, when it comes towards the draft to try to really like leverage the positioning to really make a deal that's more in favor of the team who would acquire Wentz instead of giving up everything to get him. That's such a good point too, because and you, you're a car guy, like it's almost like you're going to the car dealership 
and they're trying to put you in this car right now. And it's expensive, but they're like, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, I know, like, forget the recall. Like, that was, you know, two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the car. And you're also like, but I could also get a used one that's, like, dependable. And that's kind of, the, it's, it's, a, it's a weird way of, like, analogizing it. But it's almost, basically, I'm saying there's a secondary market that maybe has a lesser upswing in the instant gratification vertical. But you could always draft the quarterback, like like you're saying, like there's, there's they're out there, <laughs> like so there's definitely options and there's free agents too. That's the, I think the other thing, right? Like there's different. Like look at Marcus Mariota, like there's this this rumor that he might go to the Redskins, right, or or the Washington Football Team, right? Like there's so I mean, you're basically your point. Like Matt Stafford, I feel like was like was the first domino, but it's almost like the rest of the dominoes were like one off of that one, so that one just fell, and we're all just like, ah. yeah, and it just nothing else is going, and we're like. I, it's dominoes, like you know, you know what I mean. Like, I, w- I wonder if this is semi-contingent on Deshaun Watson too, because I think everyone's in the Watson sweepstakes maybe a little bit. So it's like, all right, let's let's try to get him, and if we can't get him, then we'll go for Wentz, maybe. So, yeah. all right, let me let, let's spin into that because I, I almost want to like pause it at Wentz there, because at the same point, I'll add this caveat. What I what, like, what I like about what our show, and I'm not like trying to like just pat our show on the back here, right? Like, we can sit here and be like, where do you think Carson Wentz is going to go? Like, what does it matter? Like, we'll find out whenever we get the tweet. Like, right? Like, we don't know. And, and, and these clowns that say th- that they, they do know, they don't know. If they know, they would say it right now. We'd all know. Like, that's the whole point. Like, so the fact that like, I, th- I'm down to talk about, like, the, the, the avenues, maybe how the Eagles have been handling it, why it hasn't happened, like, where it might go, just, like, in realistic prisms. But at the same point, that's why I won't we'll sit here and be like, let's talk about Carson Wentz for an hour. Like, right? like it's like, it, 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 but to that point, let's spin it into Watson. And by the way, Uncle Ricky, what's up? we got him in the chat cooking here, too. Um, with Watson... Like the, the talking point, I think I want to focus on at least on my personal opinion. You guys obviously pick at this what you think, but with Watson, I I, I find him intriguing because it's almost like a, like a graph. I don't even know. I, I sucked at math, but like where the one side of the of the vertical is going, well, he's a really good player in the most important position in sports that can can win you a championship, right? But on the other hand, whatever you have to give up to get him is going to be heavy. Probably three firsts, maybe. Like, like I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. So, and maybe more. So, it's like, okay, but then you're going to have to basically mortgage the future to get him. But it's the ultimate team sport, so your quarterback can't just thrive unless he doesn't have – I mean, you're seeing it right now with Carson Wentz, right? Like, it's so, it's so interesting. It's like, yes, teams want to give up a lot for him, but it's almost like – if you give up, it's almost like spending all your money on a Mercedes. It's like, cool, like you got a Mercedes now, but you have no money. Like, so it's like, it, it, what was it all for? So I think that's what's so intriguing to me to kind of kick this Watson thing off. Sorry not to go on a soapbox here, but but that's to me what I find so intriguing about this. We're going to find out, A, this will pull the trigger on that. And B, if they do, like, does it work? Like, can you find a way to be like the Rams or whatever and just give up all your draft picks and find a way to still be competitive? Like, like where, do, where does this end, like, kind of with this whole trade, right? So I kind of threw that out there. So <laughs> whoever wants to go first, go for it. So no, I, go. It, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a similar situation. I think it's extremely toxic in Houston, right? And, like, similar to what I said with Wentz, I feel like teams see that. And it's like, all right, well, why do we want to be the first bidders and give away the you – know, throw everything at them for this deal when we can just wait and hold off and then offer less to get it because they it, it does Houston more harm keeping him on the team than it does getting rid of him, in my opinion. Um so I, I think some of these trades are going to happen like um, like in March. I don't think they're going to happen this month, honestly. Yeah, so the, the only difference I see between the two, 
would be like Watson is indirectly and directly, you know, come out and basically said like he wants to leave. Whereas the story has been pushed that Wentz wants to leave, but like he has yet to come out and say a damn thing about it. Um, so in that sense, I, I don't know. I'm getting to a point where I don't even see an athlete saying they want to leave a destination as like the other, like the team that has him losing leverage. Like it, it used to be that big thing where it's like, this guy wants out, like your leverage is gone, but it's like, everybody's doing it now. So like, it's, I, I don't know. It's so hard to read. And to your point, Kieran, it's like when it happens, we'll know, but like, it, I don't know. It's, it's so hard to gauge these things now because like, Stafford, no way I would have thought that return would have came for Stafford at the age he is. But now that it did, like, Watson's so much younger. and it's a market, probably, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you, you never know. Like, and, and then again, some team could be stupid, or the, the Texans could be stupid, and they they hear two first-round picks, but like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll take that. We, we're good, and, and that's all they get out of it. So you, you really don't know. And Zach, let me ask you this. So in the Twitch chat, always the number one fan was asking, so why do you think that most of these trades won't happen until March? I just think teams are going to kind of play like the negotiating game and, and not want to give up so much because they, similar to what Chad, you were just saying a little bit, uh, teams real, like it does more them more harm than good to retain them. So teams see that and they're like, all right, well, I might just hold off and play the waiting game and then throw like a little bit less at them. So that way they're kind of forced, they're forcing their hand to get rid of them for a lower price. It's like having a car on the lot, you have it listed for twenty five grand, and it sits there for two months, and then you're like, all right, we'll drop it down to twenty, you know. And I'd add in there, and, and this is probably a rough analogy, but it's like right, like free agency, like the new the league year like starts off, I guess what the beginning of March, if you will, and that's basically when like a guy's contract ends and begins. Like that's the year. Like it's not like a January to to December type thing. Like in in our world, it's kind of. Right, like much how like corporate companies, right? Like how your year might be different than the twelve month, you know, January, December. So, so that's how the NFL works. And I think to that point, like you were saying, Zach, there's so many. There's there's free agent quarterbacks. There's like there's a lot. Like that's when the market starts moving. It's almost like saying like the stock's moving. Like once the bell rings, like in the morning, it's it's that kind of that vibe. So I feel like I'm with you. I think right now, it, like February is the battle plan. It's a strategy. It's like the, 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 the night before the war, it's that second episode in Thrones in the final season before the, you know, I don't remember that season. That was a bad season, but anyway, <laughs> but right, like, I mean, I think that's to me, like the biggest, I don't know. I think it's the biggest key, but, um, Oh, dude, we got the chat cooking tonight here. I love it. Oh boy. What's that? So, yeah. And, and, and so, so Georgie had a good point too. He was basically saying with, with Deshaun Watson saying like, you know, um, it needs to be like a Rams type scenario. So, and, and look, I, I almost walk it back because I feel like now I'm, I'm sitting here saying we're not going to start clickbait. We don't know what's going to happen. We're not going to sit here and pretend like we do. But let me ask you this, just for fun, just in the spirit of you've watched football your whole lives, you not me, me, we kind of have a little bit of a pulse on this. Like, do you think Wentz and Watson both get moved this off season, or if and who does in your opinion, and why? If you had a guess, we're, we're throwing Zach, we're, put, we're throwing pasta at the wall to see if it sticks, or at the microwave to see if it sticks. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they both absolutely will, just because I think the, both the Eagles and Texans, if they don't, they just have too much, uh, I guess, overhead or just too much uh, negative space within their within their team if they if they keep them. 
you know, not from a financial perspective and just also from a personnel standpoint, if they don't actually, like with Wentz, Chad, you brought up a good point. Like the reports are saying he wants out, but has he come out and actually said it? <laughs> no. So yeah, he has to say what's to say either. Like, I feel like that's, that's almost the general <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. saying, get me the hell right. out of here. True. True. But yes, I think both will get moved. And, and, and real quick, Tad in the chat, they were asking when's that in relation to the draft. So the draft's, what, April 28th, I think? April 29th? It's 29th. The I want to get a credential for that. I'm working on that. But Where's the IM credential well, for that? Probably, Are you? Oh, well, maybe we'll see you there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Cleveland, yeah, it's in Cleveland. So we're working it's, on that. If it's actually there, yeah. It's I'll not, not the greatest location this year, but we'll be No, there. I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> nah, fun yeah. We go to Indian no Chad. No way Cleveland's going to be fun. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that it's not the best of times. But, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We go to Canton. We can go to Canton, the Hall of Fame. If there are a lot of people. Yeah, there we go. Now we're talking. And you know, yeah. what, and you know what? Which I did here is a good time, Indy. And to that point, uh, let's look at Joe G's comment real quick. So, Indy, so we gotta end Indy up is in a good time. Yeah. So, oh yeah, you've been there too. So mm-hmm. to that point, someone's gotta end up there, right? That's I guess. Are they the? Are they that? Are they that second domino in that analogy I have? Where they're gonna make the whole thing just go, like just click. <laughs> Well, so here's the the funny thing about the Colts. I mean, it's not funny, but like Jacoby Brissett was the quarterback, and then they got Phil. Phil played last year, but they still brought Jacoby in on like fourth and ones or third and ones to to do a quarterback sneak, and he's still on the roster. But they haven't like definitely said like you know is Jacoby oh, Brissett going to be the quarterback? He's not the guy. And that's not a shot at Jacoby Brissett. But I, I feel like they had their cup of coffee with him, and they're like, we'll see if Philip Rivers still has something left. Like, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know, Zach, where you at? Well, so he's a free agent this year. I'm, I'm pretty sure. So I think Brissett could be Brissett might be back with the Patriots for all we know. Who knows? Who knows? So Woo! that's a hot take. All right. So and I can't imagine. Think about this, but I cannot. Imagine what are they doing? By no the way. way the Texans would trade him to the Colts. What are the Patriots doing? They have not been mentioned in many of these reports, but what are they it's like? See, I feel like they're the going to get Carson Wentz, but I feel like they don't <laughs> want to pay. But you know, in a yeah. weird way, this is what's scary about Carson Wentz. I'd almost say if, if you're if you're trying to buy Carson Wentz, I'd say the fact that if they don't do anything, like they would be the first ones to cash in on this and pay the price to go get. Well, they, they, they give him a second round pick for Muhammad Sanu. Like they're not afraid to spend. This, yeah, that was so this trade. this sounds maniacal and it is, but like I like I, that maniacal. I I'd kind of love for once to go to New England because then we really get to see like a firsthand taste if like the Philadelphia media is just crazy or if what if what they say is real because. If Wentz was this type A personality that doesn't want to listen to anyone ever, i.e. Doug Peterson and why he got fired, um, then there's no shot he'd ever work out with Bill B. But, like, if he's someone that can take learning and and hard criticism and, and all that comes with playing under Belichick, like, and he does, and they succeed and he does well, then I can literally, which I would love, just be like, all you media people in this city suck. You drew this quarterback, you threw him out. I would. It would just give me plenty of, of material to go on. See, I'm going to stop you there because I. Sorry, Zach. Do you have a point, real quick? No, I was to say the nice thing is he'd be in the AFC, so he's not directly competing in the NFC too. So, well, I was going to say I don't. I don't see it as like competing versus not. Like, or, sorry, I, I don't look at it as like can he take criticism versus can he not take criticism? Because I I look at it almost like picture someone that like you're you're pissed off, you're frustrated, and someone just kind of spins you around. They're like. 
better? And you're just kind of like, yeah, it is better. That wasn't, like, you're not even looking at it as criticism. You're looking at it as, oh, they turned me around. Like, that's the patriot factor, which I think is scary. I don't think it would be like, oh, Bill Belichick's a jackass. It's going to ride him, and he's not going to want to take it. Like, no, I don't, I don't see that. Like, I, what I see is it could be more like, hey, man, like, let's simplify your game. Let's protect you with our offensive line scheme. You're going to understand what they're doing and how they're doing it and why these guys are doing that and why these guys are doing that. And you might have some success, but like, thank you. Like, and I'm not saying that the Eagles didn't do this, but I'm just saying in his head, he might be like, wow, I, I didn't see it that way. This is fun. It's like, it, yeah, but that, but that to the point, like, that's what they're saying. He had no ability to do ever was, it, whatever like, was isn't in Bill his Belichick head. the king of doing that. Like, it, like, he, like maybe, but I'm just like, I'm just more so the point of like, they're telling me that it's incapable for this man to do it. And they, as in the media, um, so if he's able to do it, it would be interesting to me. But I feel like we're, we're just galloping down like the, the clickbait road here. All right, let's, you know, let's get to something concrete here and let's, which is also talk about like, uh, like having, like the, you hear about the thing where it's like, Oh, today this couple had like eight kids, like, like whatever the, the grouping of eight kids at once would be. But that's what this JJ Watt thing's going to do for clickbait. There's going to be clickbait just pow, spewed everywhere. But Let's walk it in, and I'm going to walk it in with a side. What's that? Uh, sorry, I was just thinking. Oh well, dude, the amount of clickbait with JJ Watt, like, is he going to reunite with his brothers in Pittsburgh? Is he going to go to yeah. Green Bay? He's from Wisconsin. Do you guys know he's from Wisconsin? Woo! Like, now, but I want to walk it in. The I'm going to actually crawl through the window and like go through like like the take that no one's really. Well, I some people are saying it, but I don't know why this pisses me off so much. But it does. Like this whole media way of like saying. They could have traded J.J. Watt, but they wanted to cut him because that's what it's all about. It's like, what? No, 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 no. Like, like this is the NFL. Like, the, the, the I only care about my finances league. Like, like it's like, like, nothing else matters. So, so you cannot on, tell me. Be... So, go ahead. So, please. I mean, you know what I'm trying. I'll, I could go on a soapbox. So, take it away, please. Yeah, I, I just need to, I need to look up these stats because I was looking at this the other day. So, I'm, I'm like, getting really tired of uh, people thinking J.J. Watt is still, like, a star in this league. And <laughs> that's, that's that's how he's been referred in all this, this talk and stuff like that. Like, so, when he, when he was dominating the league, right? So, let's go to 2012. He had 20 and a half sacks. He had 81 combined tackles. 69 of those were solo, right? This past season, he had five sacks. He had 52 tackles. Only 36 of them were solo. Last year, four sacks, 24 tackles, 15 solo. The year before that, a little bit of an uptick. He was he had 16 sacks. So <laughs> the last year that he was relevant, not relevant, but like superstar type, like Incredible Hulk like style. Yeah, was 2018. We're we're in the year 2021 now, and if he plays on a, a playoff team next year, he's going to be playing football in the 2022. So, like, you're not getting a superstar. You're, you're getting a, a Chris Long type of end-of-his-career type of player. Like, that's what he is right now. Yeah, and unfortunately, he's, he's fairly injury-prone, especially in the last handful of years. So that's another, another thing you're getting with him, you know. So it's, it's a good point. Well, it's like buy and beware, and I'm not ripping J.J. Watt for that. But you're right. Exactly, Zach. That's, that's my whole thing. It's like, what happens if you sign him to, like, an $11 million contract and he tears his ACL or something? It's like, you can't, like... It's there's almost it's good. I'm actually really intrigued to see where he signs and for what price because I think that's in a weird like the weirdest of ways, right? We talk about like guys setting the market for like the contracts they sign. 
this is a weird way it's going to be like the backwards way of like signing a contract for a ring, right? Where you're going to a contender. Like an adult contract. Gonna, exactly. You're going to sacrifice, well, like, like, basically, how much are you going to sacrifice to try to win a ring? Like, what like what sets the standard for like a pay cut to do that? Like, is it very little? Is it a lot? Like, but, like, where, like where do we lay with that? But that's what he has to do. Like, he's, he's not going to sign a big deal anywhere. And that's why, like, you can say whatever you want about them could have been able to trade on and whatnot. Like, the reason why that would have been more embarrassing than being cut is because you would have got traded for like a bag of footballs and like twenty five thousand dollars. That's my question. Like, is the media like just trying to do that as a, like a service to him, saying like, oh, they're you because know. no one, no one does that. That's my whole point. Like, like I, that's what I hate about this whole thing. When did all of a sudden the NFL become like a nonprofit charity? Like, it doesn't. <laughs> no, yeah, like it's the same people are like, oh, Greg Hardy assault rifles, like beating up women. Like, all right, yeah, well, no, I mean, you know, the quarterback down. Like, it's like they, they don't care. Like, as long as the product's good, as long as the money's there. Like, the last thing these teams care about is like, oh, uh, you know what? Oh, uh, gentlemen's staying, right? Like, it's it's almost like like if any guy is dating a girl or vice versa, and it's like she's like, oh, I like your friend instead. It's like you know, what? I'm gonna set that up for you, like, because you know we've been dating, it's been so good. Like, it, like no, like that doesn't happen. Like, I just yeah. don't see this happening at all. Like, in in this way until and like you guys were saying, I think that's more what it is. But I almost don't understand. It's almost like the media is doing it to like get him a better payday or something. Yeah, I think I think when they did the the Matt Stafford trade and everyone's like, oh, Detroit. Listen to what Matt Stafford wanted to do, but Detroit also got first round picks in return and another quarterback. So it's like, come on, like you know, it's not a charity case. Exactly. Like, that's what I can't say. That was it. You're right. That was everything. I'm so happy. It all worked. It worked out for everybody. It's like, uh, yeah. You notice how we're all talking about how the Lions kind of won that trade? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that's why they did it. Like it's the same thing. I, I, right. And, and you know, honestly, I'll even add in this is to to kind of bring it full circle. We're talking about Carson Wentz. And it's funny because I see like half the film media doing this like volleyball game of like like back and forth with this, but it's like people are like, why does Carson Wentz have a say? And other people are like, well, he should have a say. It's like, no, who cares? Like, I don't know if he has a say. He doesn't have a say. Like, like but like all of it's a bunch of nonsense. He can have a say all he wants, but like unless he's making the other team make an offer, like it's his, his say means nothing. <laughs> Well, exactly. He he's got no capital in this in this business affair. Like my 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 say at my job is I want you know a million dollars a year. Like okay, <laughs> I ain't getting that. <laughs> it's okay. Zach, it yeah. If we get a sponsor and someone's like, "Give hey, Zach, these guys should sponsor us," and you're like, "Cool, are they offering?" And they're like, "No." It's like okay, well, like like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. like who are you in this conversation? Exactly. Um, but, all right, but let's 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 migrate to let's, let's. I'll settle in. I know the wall doesn't reflect it, cause, um, but the hat does. So, pitchers and catchers are uh, they're reporting. They're reporting soon. Tomorrow. I'm pumped up. You guys pumped up? I mean, it's, yeah, definitely. I was in seventh grade the last time I said, oh, the Marlins were the playoffs last year. Like, so I'm excited, <laughs> but damn. <laughs> and here uh, we are. It's, it's going to be another bloodbath in the NLE, so... It's funny because that, yeah. it's actually one of my talking points. So, you know, actually, real quick, let me just walk it back real quick because I want to make one point. And yeah, I, I, I hate this because it's like, of course, now, you know, we're walking it back. But I just wanted to make a quick point. And of course, I don't have the, the tweet pulled up. I was going to say, it, was just, it just sucks that, um, you know, Vincent Jackson passed away. I, of course, I can't pull the tweet up right now. But I just saw that yesterday. And that, that does suck. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll obviously, you know, release more of what happened there. But that just does. It's a shame seeing anyone pass away at the age of thirty-eight. I mean, at all, but just right at the age of thirty-eight, just gone too soon, and that's a shame. Um, in the football world, and I, I, I just, that's like okay, back to baseball. But like, I, you know, I just wanted to point that out because you know, it's funny. I'll, I'll even share one thing. I was saying to you guys, like, it's funny. I, when I was a senior in high school or uh, in college, I remember I saw him on LinkedIn, and I like shot him like a little connection thing, and he accepted it. I remember thinking like. Oh my god like i can't believe i actually accepted this like it actually inspired me to like reach out to more people like and, mm-hmm. and try to book more guests in college and that's honestly like part of the reason why like i you know we've gotten to get some of the guests on we've had on our show and i, and I know that sounds so like oh you never talked about vincent jackson now you're trying to do like this whole thing but no i really i think you know people can touch people's lives in ways like even if they never met the person i i, I think about that i said wow like you know, it just sucks. I wish, and Zach, we were talking about yesterday. I wish we could have had him on the show. I wanted to reach out. I mean, it just, it, the whole thing just sucks. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean. It, yeah. It's very, very sad. Uh, you know, way too young. But uh, one thing from his playing career, I don't know if many people realize, from 2005 to 2016, he led the league in yards per catch. See, he was a dominant receiver. Great guy, dominant receiver. Yeah. Yeah. He was, like, talk about an underrated guy. Yeah, because he was quiet. I feel like he was a pretty soft-spoken dude. So, like, no one really – he wasn't really ever in the headlines too much. He just played. Yeah. He played hard, too. <laughs> yeah. He kind of reminded me of, like, the Mike Evans mold before Mike Evans. That's pretty spot on, I'd say. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they, up, they played for the Bucks too. So yeah. that's even That's even more ironic. And the Chargers, too. He yeah, was, he yeah. He was the Chargers as well. I don't know, Chad, gonna, I was going to say, if you're not going to add, I can, um, I'm looking up some, looking up something about baseball. Sorry. No. All right. All right. So let's, all right. To that point, let's, so to, to walk it back into what we were talking about earlier. So, uh, yeah. All right. So pitchers, pitchers and catchers are reporting tomorrow. So that's the type. I'm excited. And Chad, okay. So you were saying it's like Christmas Eve to you. Yeah. It's the first of the three. Like uh, <laughs> Christmas Eve is the first day before pitchers and catchers. Um, and then I have another one before the first spring training game because I get to see everybody play at least an inning. Um, and then uh, third and final one would be you know the day before opening day. So that's it's just it's it the sport that I like the most. Um, obviously, I mean we've had this conversation before. Uh, I we all enjoy watching football the most because of the limited amount of games. Um, but this is the this is the the sport I value over more than than, than the rest. So I'm pretty hyped. Well, and then you got um, it's funny, Zach. I, I'm looking at you. Your Yanks are strong. I'm excited. I'm over here. I'm like the Marlins. Like, well, Yanks I'm kind of good. I'm kind of neutral with baseball. I mean, I pull for the Yankees and the Phillies, but uh, yeah, no, it'll be it'll be nice. And the other thing I like, I mean, I played baseball growing up, so I you know love the sport. But it's also nice because it's like you get that change of season. Hopefully, you know, as I stare at the snow outside, but like. Spring and summer is right around the corner, and it's just you know it's you exciting. Kind of see it a little the, the bit. Vibes, the vibes start to change. Exactly. Coronas with limes, vibes are catching. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, at that point, and also I think you want to talk about catching some vibes. The fact that I think I feel like generally they're saying what like twenty percent at almost all the stadiums is what they're looking for, except maybe some of those wild states like California or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's what I've seen so far, and and it just it depends on getting the clearances from the governors or mayors, depending you know if the if the stadiums in a city or just um, in the state. So um, that that's pretty much the last thing that that they need to get clearance on, and then the MLB just basically is saying like you know same kind of thing as football, where 
it's it's up to the team, but they're gonna twenty percent is 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 what it looks like it's gonna be. Well, and I'll ask this question for the chat. I mean, obviously, chime in forever. Whatever you guys want in the chat is what we love about it. But let me ask you guys this too in the chat. Like, how excited are you for this baseball season? Last year was a little unorthodox, short season, more teams made the playoffs. Like, you know, there was DH on both sides. Like, there was a lot of all sorts of moving parts last year. No fans in the stands was the first, like, kind of real year. Because at least, like, people went to basketball games and hockey games and football games the year before. Like, baseball was the first one. was like, nope, nothing, not at all. Like, so... Right, so I, I want to know just in general how excited are people for, for baseball coming back. Um, and, and Chad, let me ask you this. I'm going I'm to put you completely on the, on the spot here. But would you, because you're the baseball guru here, do you mind giving us a very, like, it's almost like previously on 24, like previously in the offseason, and like I, obviously the Mets made some splashes. I feel, like, I feel like the NL East obviously made a lot of splashes, but across the board, both NL and AL, like, do you want to just kind of paint a picture real quick at a high level, like what what kind of everyone missed if they're just a, a neophyte to the baseball world? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Why look? There's like there's moves I know, and there's moves that uh, um, I'm not aware of, or just you know won't well, go good. directly so, into my mind. I'll entertain. But, um, I'll, I'll just say I can entertain the chat for you real quick. Being so, they're asking there will be fans in spring training, I guess, depending on some of the sites. Um, and oh yeah, I love I love what Joe G said. He's a ten out of ten <laughs> for for the baseball excitement. But sorry, Chad, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, you're good. You're good. Um, okay, so I mean, yeah, obviously the biggest one would be that that Lindor, Francisco Lindor, is now in the Mets. Um, now that was that is that's actually what I was looking up before previously. Um, I was just kind of taking a look at the Mets offense because that's what I thought. The Mets offense was incredible last year. Um, and where they kind of sputtered was their pitching, more, mostly like the Phillies. So, I, I, that, 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 it's, it's always great to get, you know, the best shortstop in, in, in the major leagues. But, like, it, to me, I just didn't really see the need on that one. Um, so, he's now the shortstop for the Mets. Uh, Justin Turner stayed with the Dodgers. Um, oh, recently, the other day, uh, the Red Sox traded Andrew Benintendi to the Royals. Um, now... That had Boston kind of up in up in arms um, because you know they, they just traded Mookie Betts uh, last off season. Uh, ben Attendee obviously is not Mookie Betts, but he he was another outfit that showed some potential for that team, and he just kind of got flipped. So um, he'll, he'll now be a member of the Royals. Um, let's see, Adam Duvall is going to your team, Kieran. He's, he's on the Marlins now. Um, Giants got Jake McGee. Uh, the, the Cardinals, who people didn't think this one was going to happen, they re-signed Yachty. Um, they thought that was kind of just, you know, going to play out and, and he, he, he was going to have to find another team if he was going to keep playing baseball. But they did re-sign him to a, both a team-friendly and Yachty-friendly deal, so that was kind of cool to see. He traded um, me, too. Who? For old, uh, Nolan, uh, oh, Nolan Arenado. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, but sorry, because yeah. you know, I'm going to give a shout out to him hitting that home run for runs for standing so, back a couple years ago. That was Ooh. that was crazy, crazy for you. Yeah, no. So Nolan, Nolan, and Paul Goldschmidt on you know the corners for the Cardinals. That's going to be pretty interesting to see because um, Goldschmidt had a had a had a good season last year with the Cardinals, but like he just it wasn't the same. Goldschmidt as before, so uh, be interesting to see with some protection in that lineup 
Um, real quick, just what, to add, not to cut you off, I just wanted to, a good point from uh, Joji in the chat. He was saying, "Do you know it was one year ago from the day that Mookie Betts got traded?" Because they're on a little bit of delay, probably. So, like when they're hearing us a little bit on the on the chat to what we're saying. So that's a great point with the Mookie Betts thing. Back looking at Boston, that was what year ago from the day they got traded. But sorry, yeah, that's what I added. No, you're good. You're good. Um, uh, pretty interesting trade um, that that just happened a couple days ago as well. Um, the Rangers traded Elvis Andrews for uh, Chris Davis. The A's Chris Davis. Seriously? Yeah. I didn't yeah, know so, that. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many moves in the MLB offseason that like some of them like I I've seen, but like just go in in one year out the other. And I kind of just like realized what happened like when the season starts. Yeah, um, and, and, <laughs> I know those trades are the best ones. Yeah, and and some of them just stick with you. So All like heroes on the Phillies, like <laughs> yeah, and then like, exactly that was a good one. And then let's um, say Kluber to the Yankees too. Obviously, is a big one. Yep, and then the they're biggest sad. one. I'll just finish with this one because there's so many. I could go on. I could go on and on about this. Um, the biggest one which drew the most attention the entire offseason was where Trevor Bauer was going to sign. Um, again, just to fill people in, if you don't follow baseball, he took a really interesting approach to his offseason where um, he's been into social media for years now and, and kind of building his own brand. So while a free, while being a free hack agent, version of Pat, like Pat Mac- McAfee is awesome. Like he's a hack. Ver- he wants to be Pat McAfee and he's not. Sorry. That's just, I had to throw that out there. You're good. You're, you're I really apologize. I guess uh, every time I just cut you. <laughs> <laughs> We're out the court. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, he kind of was like talking to fans, like asking people why you should go to their city. Uh, got very, very, very into it. like into it as in like friendly with what one knew about before this. He has a team that runs his social media along with him um, released that he was signing with the New York Metropolitans. Um, when in reality, that is not what happened. The Dodgers upped their offer soon after the, the Mets made their final offer. And he is now a, a member of the Dodgers who have the scariest uh, rotation since the Phillies had, you know, all four aces. So I, I, that's going to be a problem. Dustin May is their number five, Kieran. Problem. Yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. It's like having good five good wide receivers. It's a problem. Dustin May, throw, Dustin May throws 101 miles an hour, and he's their five. No, it's like Carrot Top just slinging there. The, oh. But Zach, I think the Yankees got better. <laughs> Like you just mentioned Kluber, obviously. Yeah, I, think, with, I like what they did. Yeah, for sure. But the thing with them is is is, uh, is their health. Like it just seems like they're never healthy when you need to be there, you know. Or like if you have six players are healthy, but then you lose another three. It's like the whole team is never there intact. It seems like so. It's like every offseason, because I was going to ask Chad, I was like, is this another Dodgers and Yankees heavy offseason? And then it turns out like the Dodgers, like the Yankees, just fall apart at the end of the year, and then. Um, my other thing was, from a Phillies perspective, I mean, did they really address much of their bullpen issue? So they did. So um, I stayed away from uh, from mentioning Philly stuff. They signed Archie Bradley, um, who did a pretty good job for the Diamondbacks last year and just overall. Um, and then they just kind of made, like, just moves where – 
it's hard to explain. So last year the bullpen was really young with people that that never um, really showed anything, and no one ever got their footing. Um, this year they kind of did the exact opposite. Like they were just making very small, minuscule moves of pitchers that have MLB bullpen experience, which is huge. Like you can have a bad bullpen, but historically bad, like worst of all time, which is what the Phillies had last year, that you don't usually see veterans in those bullpens. Those are all young guys that just have no idea how to pitch to these major league. Like it's all it is, is how to pitch to major league hitters. It's these guys. It's uh, something I've said about baseball for years and being in it and, and just watching it nonstop is, a lot of baseball skills translate and a lot of players have the same exact skill set. The difference is learning how to pitch against these guys day in and day out and having your stuff work effectively and not having the other team know what's coming. Like Jamie Moyer is a great example. That guy had a 15, 16 year career, maybe even 17. I can't remember at this point. And he threw no harder than 84 miles an hour. Like he, he just, you're right. Yeah. You need to work. So mm-hmm. it's 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 that it's exactly. that like that's why I love the game so much. Is there's so many good players in the league, and it's it's a, it's a balancing act. Of... Well, so Karen, sorry, I froze there for a second. So I was like, damn it! I'm like hoping I can just like sit there and be like. Yeah, all right. So I got you there, Chad. <laughs> um, damn it! I, I was I was close to because I was I thought I was right there to to, to kind of clean that up. But um, all right, that's what. Speaking of pitching, uh, <laughs> not that that was planned at all. It really wasn't. Honestly, I was gonna, I was really gonna just kind of throw it out there. But I, we talked about this to tease the show. And I, look, we're not a political show. Doesn't matter which way you swing on this. There was an impeachment trial. Seriously, like, seriously, right? I really like. I really don't care. Like, I, I was joking around saying I'll argue people's sports. Like, I won't argue with politics because I feel like everyone's got their own reason for believing what they're believing, and just that's fine. So, to that point, though, the impeachment trial um, was, I guess, for Trump was this uh, this weekend, and I was trying to watch a college basketball game, and it and it just was like oh breaking, and I'm just like oh my god, I just want to watch basketball. Like, <laughs> but anyway. Um, but it was wild how fast it went. It was just like ding, ding. I was almost kind of like, you know what? Like I like like I just kind of watched how like the votes were counted, like you know, and the, the whole get up. And to me, it's funny, like because I, I saw uh, the first thought was, I wish we could do this for a commissioner, right? Like like that was kind of my first thought. Like, well, not I wish we could do this for a commissioner. That's a poor way of putting it. I just be like, if a commissioner was to like be changed, I wish it was in this style where it's on TV and there's votes being counted like that. Like there's like a whole thing behind it, and I. And I to scale back, I thought, all right, well, if there was one commissioner you could impeach in sports, who would it be? And and, and I feel like if you stop it there, everyone's like, oh, so basically we just got to pick between one of the four, like, uh, you know, <laughs> what's the charge? Like, that's the thing, right? Like, I guess, I don't know anything about politics, but I guess with, like, impeachments, there's really, really obviously it's charged for why they're getting impeached, right? And then they go through and then, you know, and then obviously the House and the Senate and, right, go through it. So, we're the house in the Senate tonight, I guess. So my and 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 us maybe bring bring it to the attention. So I'll ask all three of you guys. If it's funny, it's like how much faster can you talk right now, Karen? It's like, well, I'm just nervous because anytime you get in the political sphere. Um, all right, but anyway, 
not that we're really in it, but I, the way I look <laughs> at it, I know. But let me, I'll, I'll punt it over to you guys now and see me at this point. So is there a commissioner you feel like should not be in the position they're in? And what's the charge? Why would you impeach the commissioner? And I'll throw it to you. I, I, usually I call yeah, on you guys. So yeah, I'll let you guys. Zach, yeah. can we go first? Sure, sure. Uh, so for those of you who know, I recently started to get into the NHL and the hockey scene uh, this year more than previous years in my life and, and sports fanhood. So I'm looking to impeach Mr. Gary Bettman, um, ma- mainly because of the recent COVID protocols and just the lackluster thoroughness that, that were in place with such protocols. You know, you look at you look at the MLB, uh, the NFL, and the NBA, and, and there's really there's no travel. Well, the MLB there was, I guess, but for the other organization, the other um, leagues, there was no travel regulations, right? And they didn't have that many issues. The NFL was able to not cancel any games. They made it work. Uh, MLB, yeah, they had to cancel, but then they, they made it work. They were flexible. NBA, if they had to cancel anything, it was minimal. Forgive me if I'm wrong, let me know. But NHL, the, the Devils played, this is how it all started. The Devils played, and I, and I know this is because I'm a Sabres you know, fan. Whatever. <laughs> so the Devils no, I, played, love, I love this. Yeah, so the Devils played in Buffalo It was two weekends ago. It was back-to-back Saturday-Sunday games. So after Saturday, I think one of the players wasn't feeling well, or I forget what happened exactly. And the Sabres went to, to you know, NHLPA and all those guys and said, hey, we have some concerns over the Devils. Like, we don't, you know, we're questioning, should we play this game? Because if there's someone sick, blah, 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 he's sitting out, we don't want to have any more exposure than we already did on Saturday. And they basically ignored it and said, no, play the game. They played the game, and literally, so then the Sabres and other teams in the East, there's been so many... Now, right, and, and schedule changes had to, had to, had to have been made because of this lackluster, you know, care or just insight, if you will, into this situation, and it just made it can't go. This is unforgivable, you know. I mean, nine players, including the coach for the Sabres, got ended up getting COVID because of this, you know. And it's just to me, it's irresponsible. And I think the way that their protocols are in place were extremely lax, and I just don't think it's forgivable. I like that. I see. I like it. it's a hot. It's a current current topic too. It's not like you, you're not saying like, oh, well, like seven years ago, Gary Bettman pissed me off by doing so. Like, no, like, I like this. It's like hot and center. Yeah, because every other, like I said, every other league is is has done a phenomenal job, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like that's what I love that twist there too. Because you're like everyone else is making it work. Like now, I will say this because I was actually talking about this um, at the at the grocery store. Ironically enough, with one of the co like the coworkers, like I work there, I go there all the time to Wegmans. But I was talking to someone at Wegmans. I was saying like, you know, it, the one thing I'll give because they're saying like you're basically playing football on ice with the hitting and like like how close you are to people. Like, but I'm with you, Zach. Like it's that point. Then you got to build around that. Like it's uh, I, like they have everything geographically I hate him. set. I hate Gary which is which is great, but like you're still having worse problems than leagues that didn't have a geographic. Exactly, like it's not like the NBA is like in much of a different. Like you know, it's like come on. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So I think it's it's piss poor compared to other leagues. Chad, what about you? Oh, so, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just just adding in the NHL has been terrible with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, um. So I picked uh good old Goodell. Uh, Roger Goodell and I I don't know my my charge is weird like it's I think it's treason 
But, like, I don't <laughs> think treason's, like, the right word. Like, it's basically just hypocrisy. But, like, it's not, like, hypocrisy is not a charge, right? Um, so it, it stems from um, the amount of rules that were created for Tom Brady and the Patriots during, like, you know, their whole hierarchy um, and just winning 9 billion Super Bowls. But then we get to um, Deflategate. And, like, the other ones, I, yeah, people talked about it. Like, it was a big story, whatever. But, like, he kind of just, like, pushed it off and, and, and it was whatever. Deflategate comes around and he's getting jammed from every which way, right? Like, it's like, it's like the, the best player of all time is cheating. And, like, like we didn't know the that The second before. time. Because like, the first time yeah. was when they filmed you guys. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, like, the best player of all time is cheating. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, and it's, like, going crazy. Like, again, like, we didn't know this already. Um, and that's when he decides to throw the hammer down on Brady um, and the Patriots. So, like, it just seems to me like every single situation, he just takes the side of, like, what's going to, like, make him look better. Um, and it just pisses me off. So, it's it, it, that, that's where it stems. And there's countless examples across the way. But the the most irking one that's that has gotten to me um, – for a while, like a couple months now, because it just happened during quarantine was the NFL had a charity for COVID relief. And one of the things they auctioned off was um, a like watch Monday night football with Goodell in his basement. Um, and the owner of Barstool Portnoy, uh, who, you know, has, gone back and forth with Goodell and the clown t-shirts and all that stuff for years and, you know, breaking in or getting into the Super Bowl when apparently he was on a list that says he couldn't go to the Super Bowl anymore. Um, he bid on the, 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 um, the auction he won. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, the NFL was like, no, like that can't happen. Dave Portnoy's not coming to his house. And, and that was that, which I get it. Like, you're saying, like, he's not allowed in any of the NFL facilities, so he's not allowed in your own home, that kind of a thing. But two things. One, you allowed him to bid. So if you didn't figure this out when he was bidding for it, shame on you. And number two, because I work in this industry now, I I know how this bidding process works. Him not getting it means it was given to the underbidder, which is, again, fine if it's your own organization and it's just, like, the, the NFL's revenue, but this is charity. Like this is for COVID relief. And you're now giving something that Dave Portnoy spent a lot of money on and outbid people for, to the underbidder for less money. So it's, like, it's like stuff like that is ridiculous to me. Let me throw two things out there. So one thing I want to, I love what left daddy was saying in the chat here. So two things. So I like, I'm, it's funny. There's like three things I want to throw out here about Roger Goodell. And then like, and, and, and what left daddy was. So I'll almost walk in a reverse way. I love what left daddy's saying about how Manfred, like how he handled the Houston cheese. So I'll get to that in a second, but let, but because that's actually what I had. And Joe G was having that too, but I'll give you this about Roger Goodell, Chad, like, it goes back to the money here. What pissed me off so much, this is back in, like, I think it was 2015, I want to say. But the whole thing, right, with the breast cancer awareness uh, campaign, which I, which is great, right? I'm not obviously downplaying that. But the fact that the NFL is like, yeah, you can wear pink. You should wear pink. Wear pink in October. But the minute it's, like, outside of October, they're like, no, 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 no. 
pink. You can't wear pink. It's not your uniform. It's like my thoughts. No, 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 no. And like, and I think D'Angelo Williams, and this is this breaks my heart to say this because like this is not the point of this. Unfortunately, unfortunately, his mom passed away to breast cancer. The guy had, like paid for five hundred mammograms. Like, like he's done so much for like the breast cancer like awareness community and stuff like that. And the fact that he wear like orange, like or, or not orange, she's pink cleats, like pink uh, like stuff in his hair and stuff like that, like to raise awareness. And the NFL would find him just because it's like, come on, like how, how like how much evil can you be, like to do something like that? But to that point, it almost drops me real quick into what Rob Rob Manfred did. Uh, like I feel like the Houston Astros cheating scandal is like the worst thing I've ever seen, like in my like, lifetime, where it's almost like. No, like, we could all agree they cheated. Like, think about how, like, in a world of sports talk where everyone can disagree about everything, this is, like, the one thing everyone kind of agrees on, <laughs> like, how bad this cheating scandal was. And Rob Manfred's like, punish them? I can't punish them. Why do I punish them? It's like, uh, are you kidding me? Like, like, oh, my God. Like, it's, like, one of the worst things I've ever seen. It, makes, it always makes me not want to watch baseball. Instead, let's punish other teams that then try to punish them because you wouldn't punish them. <laughs> that's right, exactly. That, double, that, thank you, Chad, because that's the other thing. Like, right, like, what was this, Joe Kelly? Or, like, the rest of them, it was almost like, oh, you're throwing them, suspended, like, hard suspension. It's like, you can't even, like, let them have, like, you can't even let everyone, like, if you want to just let everyone handle on the playground and you didn't do any suspensions, like, fine! Like, I don't see that's kind of cool. But they, they, did, they certainly didn't do that. But it's like... That was what, oh man, you're, we're going to get down a rabbit hole here, but I'm i got to make this point. Zach's got to get out of here, so we can't, let's not go down the rabbit hole. You're good. You're good. Um, I'll tell you, you want to have, that's it, that point, you want to go down the, um, I don't know, I was about to say, like, I don't know how to make this, like, transition into, like, Mardi Gras, and, like, hey, if there's any event you could see, like, around the world, uh, yeah. <laughs> woo, a little Ric Flair. Um, did you see the Andre the Giant documentary, by the way? Like, it's phenomenal. It's really good. Really? Watch that. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll real quick. It's funny, Zach. You have the best answer of all time for this segment. So, in the spirit of Mardi Gras, right? I've never been to New Orleans ever, and like obviously, it's like, oh well, if you're going, you should go down for Mardi Gras because, like, you know, that's the place to be. But I guess that's my point. Like, and Chad, I'm going to pick on you because you said a Philadelphia yeah. parade. I'm not accepting that answer. I was at work, so I couldn't. I couldn't. I no. Deny that answer. It's got to be an annual thing because the reason why I filled off your parade, and I'm not just saying Philadelphia, the reason why sports parade is so great is because at best it's a, it's a year like that you're waiting to have yeah. another one. Like So to that point, is there anything, uh, any so event? i change my answer. Yeah, you can do like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York if you want to, if you want to do that off the top. Um, no, I'm joking. Or the Bombers. Yeah, yeah, or sure. the Bombers. Um, Zach, I feel like you had the best one for this. And, like, <laughs> I need details on this because the minute you sent this, I'm like, I, I need to go to this. <laughs> yeah, so I've never – I honestly never heard of this before. So I was doing some some research and, you know, some some learning. And uh, La Tomatina in Bunal, Spain. I don't know if I said that the right way, but it's Bunal, Spain. It's a uh, it's a small town near Valencia. So there's a big, bigger, well-known – I know that Instagram filter. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's a food fight festival where it's every August and people literally go there and they throw tomatoes at each other. Like, you look at a picture, it looks like a bloodbath, but it's really just tomato just juices and tomato everywhere all over people. Like, could you imagine, after having such a frustrating year of 2021 and how that has bled into 2021 and just unleash all your anger out on some fastballs 
with tomatoes in people's faces. Like, I mean, could it really get much better than that? I don't, I don't think it could. It's like dodgeball with tomatoes. Exactly. And, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure some of that red, it could possibly be blood. Cause I'm sure some people are throwing some heaters there, but it just, I just think it's such a great little stress relief. And yeah, you're in Spain and I love tomatoes. I mean, who doesn't love tomatoes, but um, that training weather. Right. Exactly. And you know, what's really, was really interesting. This town is a population of 9,000 people. And up until 2012, like 2012, 2013, they reported they had 50,000 people attend this event. And it got to the point where the, this, the, their town couldn't like sustain you know, hosting that many people and everything. So they had to cut it to 20,000 participants in this event because of how small the town is. I'll say, how many tomatoes do you think they use for that? Uh, that's a great point, too. I mean, do you know? No, I don't. I, I would love to know. 150,000. Oh, wow. oh, I got you that stat. I got you covered for that. Look at that. <laughs> Coming out with the KMAX stat. So 20,000 so 20, people, and there's 150,000 total. So how many tomatoes is that per person? Well, and I'll add in there. So they said there's a rule. Like seven, so eight. it's not like they can just throw like, like dodgeballs. You actually have to crush the tomato, and then you can throw it. Okay. So it doesn't hurt <laughs> okay. people. And like, right. so, it's like, so they hit someone in the head, like it's not a big deal. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, because a small town like that probably can't support thousands of people going to the ER for. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Or broken noses or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Chad, did you find some by the way? I'm still looking. All right, well, I'll, I'll do mine then. So, you know, we love our American uh, Teddy Brewskis over here, but I'm going to Oktoberfest. I, I, a bunch of my coworkers uh, and friends of mine, honestly, more more than coworkers, but. They went over there uh, to Germany. You got to go to Munich, Zach. You got to go to Munich. You know, got to get the whole thing. Um, but I just think it looks like a kick-ass good time. I mean, seriously. I mean, you know, it's you're drinking good quality beer. You got the Steins. You got the Brats. It's almost like a Packers game minus the football. So it's almost like, sure, that kind of sucks when you paint that picture. But at the same point, there's no anxiety about the outcome of a game. So, like, you're kind of just enjoying the moment. You're you're dressed up. There's an accordion going. You know, the people in, you know, like, all sorts of German attire. It's fun. Good time. Stein glasses. Yeah, that's definitely on my bucket list. Of things have you ever been to like a German beer? Like, have you ever been to like Brauhaus Schmitz in Philly or like? No. Oh, dude. Because like, I guess that's the thing. I never had any interest in going to Germany, but I've been to a couple German beer halls. I went to like one in Seattle. Uh, Brauhaus Schmitz is the best one in Philadelphia. But mm. uh, oh my god, it's such a great time. But it's it's amazing. Like it's just good quality beer. It's not too heavy. Like it's usually there's sports on. Like oh, it's it's a fun time. It's a very fun time. Yeah, and like you said, quality beer, music, all that good stuff. Yeah, that I, I like that. Oktoberfest is definitely on my list. Dude, and that's just the Northeast America. Like, that's the uh, North America. Jeez, I'm about to say, I'm like trying to do like Northeast Pennsylvania. Like, it's the it's North American interpretation. Like, could you imagine like going to actual Germany and like do like, well, the bars, I mean, like going to like actual Germany and doing the whole thing? Like, whoo! Oh, it's a fun time. I know, that'd be great. All right. Well, this was a fun time, though. Yeah, yeah did you got one, though? Well, hold on. I, I, found I, one, say, yeah. I can wrap it up if you don't have one. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. So, um, traveling like outside the country is way out of my comfort zone. I, I, I just, I'm not a big traveler. So, found a good one. The Great American Beer Festival. It's held right here, obviously. Oh, wow. Um, Domestic. It's in, yeah. So, it's in Colorado. And I've never been to Colorado, so it'd be a great place to, you know, travel to. Um, 2,000 varieties of beers from almost, or sorry, from 450 American breweries. Oh. You travel yeah, there? Yeah, so I know. It sounds right up your alley, too, Kieran. That's probably a good yeah. time. 
By the way, did you see what Buck Daddy said in the chat? Cooper Hill's cheese race? Oh, yes. That, Dude, is, that is, is, that, is, is that the one? I'm pretty sure that's the one where everyone's just running down. Uh, um, the It's like a steep hill. I forget the country. But they they throw down a, a thing of cheese, and it just rolls down the hill, and everyone runs down chasing the cheese. Oh, it's the a big wheel of cheese, I think. People, yeah. Yeah, yeah, people that's are like incredible. falling over themselves the whole week. Oh, it's great. If that's what he's talking about, it's great. I've seen videos of that. It's I feel so like that's awesome. an Americanized version of the running with the bulls. You're just like running, and you just know bad things are going to happen. <laughs> Wait, so the cheese is chasing the people? No, the cheese is first, and you have to get yeah. you oh, you to have, catch Oh, so, yeah. so we're the bulls then. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, I, you're down a well, steep hill, yeah. I have a dad wear a Packers jersey. Oh, and my cheese. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like these long strides, just like galloping down that chasing after that yeah. giant block. I don't know. I, I can see. No offense to any one of us, but it seems like we're way past our athletic, our athleticism. Like it, it would, we wouldn't do well down this hill. Like it is a steep hill. Yeah, I think my, I would just eat it. If my aunt Ronnie's listening to this show, she knows. Like, so when I was like. Ah, Three or four, I guess. We, my grandparents had a house in the Poconos, and I just decided I wanted to go run down the hill towards the water. So my aunt was the only one, I guess, who saw me. So like, and I guess it's almost like a dog getting loose, and then like the minute you like know, like like someone's chasing after you, just book it. And I just started running down this hill and just just completely like tripped over a root and just bro- broke my collarbone, which is oh. that's why when Aaron Rodgers broke it twice, I was like, "You felt feel it. that, man? I feel that. I got it right here." But anyway, <laughs> I know I'm weird. One day I'll tell him about that, but. Um, all right, but uh, you know, Zach, we gotta get you out of here. By the way, you know, probably. Oh, it's all good. You're, no, you're a beast. You're a beast doing this. Like going late. <laughs> no, 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 nothing. <laughs> Boy, all right, mate, well, it's all good. All right, well, Ted. Um, what was the one thing I was gonna add? So, let's hype this up. We got a fight night on Saturday. I'm pumped because I want to just walk into this cold on Thursday, Zach. Like, I, I'm, I'm ex- this is the first time I'm getting excited about sports in a minute. And Chad, I think this was actually like between when like you're on the show a lot and then like you went back to work after the pandemic and stuff with like the late hours and then like and now you got the the, the big time job and you're with us now. But you, did you you weren't with us on the Sunny interview, right? No, I mean, you said this earlier and I knew it was something that I missed. I just didn't feel like asking, oh, but exactly. I have no you idea what you're talking about. <laughs> paint us a quick picture because this is gonna be a fun week. Yeah, so Saturday night, uh, the undercard is on ESPN Plus, I believe, and then it goes on to ESPN. Is uh, top ranked boxing? There's a now that they have a fight card lined up, and Sonny Conto, uh, the pride of South Philadelphia, Sonny the Bronco Conto. Um, we had him on the show, I believe it was in the fall. It was week three because I remember we were talking about the Lions. <laughs> yeah, perfect. So it was, it was in the fall. We had him on the show for a little 15, 20 minute conversation and uh he's an awesome awesome guy you know hard worker great you know great fighter he's uh he's six and oh in his boxing his professional boxing career so he has a fight against waldo cortez acosta uh saturday night we think it's gonna be around what eight o'clock eastern time on espn plus i believe mm-hmm. here and uh so we get yeah, that on I, yeah the lines he was minus two thousand to beat him back in in june and i guess got postponed because of covid <laughs> But yeah. no, so let me add real quick in here, chat. So so oh, class introduced. So it was perfect because class um, with his connections with like Knights of Columbus and, and, and Sons of Italy and all the work he does down in, in South Philly. Um, he connected with Sonny, and then Sonny came on our show, and 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 he's he was one of the greatest guests we've had. All I mean, we've been all the guests we've had on have been phenomenal. But seriously, that was one of the most fun interviews we've had, and it's literally a modern day Rocky, like. 
Italian guy from South Philly that's like undefeated. Chat. He spars with Fury, Tyson Fury. Like he's wow. like big time. Like this is huge. Okay. Like he's like, yeah. like he wins it. Like, it, like we're going. Like, like this is like we're like the fan club. Like we're going places, baby. Like <laughs> if the Packers aren't working out, this is what I got left. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, but no, no, all jokes aside, like Sonny is losing. Like he's losing the greatest person. Like when he came on the show and stuff. So like we're yeah we're hyped, dude. Like he like Zach was saying six and zero. Oh. Like let's go. Like let's keep it going, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so in boxing now, Zach. It's a little, little four round, four round fight, so should be should be good. So look for look for a knockout for a KO. But uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Like I said, local guy, you know, be be a good fight. I love it. Now you know to that point. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's you know we'll do a little if you want to follow us, uh, you know, on Spotify and iTunes. We'll be hyping all that stuff up uh, this week and giving up uh, announcements. But if you want to download the episodes, you're you know working, doing whatever. Spotify and iTunes are a good way to check out all the audio episodes. I can't talk tonight. I'm like, this is what happens by going to bye week, um, <laughs> or a couple days. I guess a bye week, but Thursday. <laughs> it's close to a bye week, five days. Uh, but social media, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at underscore get sidetrack and visit the website at www.get-sidetrack.com. And if you want all the video episodes, it's that point we're going to post up uh, the interview we did with Sonny earlier, um, you know, this this year, or I guess it was last year, I guess last year for looking at it from the 20, 2021 perspective, but we'll post that interview, but go to Twitch for all the cool interviews and stuff like that. You can follow us to the heart to the left, subscribe to the right. Um, and then also go to YouTube. We have highlights, interviews, and all that stuff too. Um, subscribe to our channel there for all the updates. It's all good stuff. Um, you can check out all the cool stuff on there. We'll post the highlights from tonight's show on there, which is always a good time. And if it's cold, you're going for the springtime, you know, think about your springtime tower already. It's cold out. Uh, you can go to the Sidetrack store. There's all sorts of good stuff there. If you want to, and then, you know, at that point, if it's cold, hey, grab a jacket, grab a sweatshirt. You can always, uh, you know, get all that cool stuff here uh, on the Sidetrack store. But yeah, as I do my walking, talking commercial, boys. This was fun. I feel bad. You know, we're back in the lab today on the Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like Thursday we're going to hype it up. we got Sunday's fight. I'm like, I'm, it's funny. I don't even have a show planned. But it's like we got Sunday's fight. We, I mean, obviously baseball will start being a little bit more in swing. Mm-hmm. I feel like something in the NFL circuit is going to break, too, the next 48 hours. I don't know why. Like, I'm just, I'm really just saying that. It's pure guess, but just something I think wild might happen. Yeah, there's a lot of potential and you know opportunity in the air right now in the nfl circuits at least and even in baseball too in every sport right now so it's pretty exciting yeah and i'll tell you one one thing zach i'll give you i feel like jimmy g is the joker in the deck of cards right now where you don't know like Ooh. how that card's gonna play in the game okay i like that i like that, I like that take that's, yeah. a, that's interesting i like that so i think uh, ryan could be another the other joker in the card yes 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 oh i love that that's perfect <laughs> oh my god both wearing red too i know i know Chester attire uh, but perfect. So right, we'll be back on the air at seven o'clock on Thursday. Chad, you got anything to uh, take the people out with? Zach, you got anything? Pitchers and catchers tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> there you go. It's twenty fifth anniversary. Of Happy Gilmore today. So yes, there we go. go. Watch it. I like that. You know, uh, R.I.P. Chubbs. Ah, uh, yeah, Chubbs. That that damn crocodile alligator. Croc. Was it crocodile or alligator in the movie? He's alligator. Uh croc. It's a croc? Yeah, I think it's croc. All right. I'm pretty, I thought it was an alligator. I don't know. All right. Nevertheless. Ask Alexa. <laughs> Ask Alexa to send us off. Alexa, how does Chubbs die in Happy Gilmore? Oh, he falls off the window. Ah, come on. That's Ask who bit his hand off. Alexa, 
Who bit off Chubbs' hand in Happy Gilmore? Oh my god, that's so... I know you heard me. You did the whole, like, the the thing lit up. That's... Oh, come on, you can't play dead. You're not a dog. That's horrible. Oh, oh Alexa. Geez. Have you seen Happy Gilmore? It was an alligator. Oh, was it? I looked it up. Yep, yeah, it was an alligator. Yep. The old-fashioned yeah. music, so you did it the correct way. There you go. Take right. the AI out of it. <laughs> I love it. Um, to, right, to that point, we want to appreciate everyone for listening. The channel's great tonight, by the way. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's so yeah, we'll keep the thing uh, rolling on Thursday at seven o'clock. But yeah, so we'll see everyone in the living room later in the week at seven o'clock Thursday, th- uh, especially Thursday afternoon, just because I'm thinking about like Pacific and Central Mountain times because we've been talking about time zones all day today. Mm. But all right, let me actually do a good outro here so you guys can get the hell out of here. We'll see everyone in the living room at seven o'clock. On-